Belly. You know what it is. Four wheeler jet skis, so, uh, Puerto Thank you, thank you for joining. Welcome to What's Up, Belly Up. That's a that's the name of my show. Uh, we we obviously have a, have a great show um, today. We have former Miss Monster Energy Candice Harbin. Um, uh, thanks for joining me today and, and being here and giving us the opportunity. Um, for those of you that don't know Candice, um, I, I found it very interesting. Uh, quote unquote, I went to obviously Twitter and her bio essentially says Miss Monster Energy NASCAR Christian Southern Bell. Washed up pageant queen, t-shirt slinging, car posing, 30-second board holding professional. So that that essentially, that sums it up for you, right? Yeah, I'm a little sarcastic. So I try to like throw in different things here and there just to like keep people like, I don't know, I I try to stay like as organic as possible. I think social media, sometimes people get like the wrong perception of people. So I just want to let know I'm super real and sometimes funny, I guess. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So so, um, with that intro, obviously... Uh, we know you're part of the NASCAR world or, or were, or I don't know how, how involved you still are with it, but, uh, yeah. um, you know, how did your story start? How did you get into this? So I started working for Monster when I was 21. So back in 2011, um, I had always done modeling. I did a lot of acting growing up and I never really knew anything about the motorsports world at all. Um, my dad was really big into cars. Um, he like restored cars and I didn't know anything about it. I was in pageant. Yeah a lot growing up. So my dad would always like at the parades or whatever, my dad would, you know, have his like old cards there, like vintage cars and like just throw me up there and put all these like posters and stuff on there. So that's the only thing I knew about cars. Um, and then my dad was all like also, um, an NASCAR fan growing up. I am originally from South Carolina. So South Carolina born and raised Southern girl. Um, so I started working for Monster. I went to um, a Supercross race and, um, you know, it was right at like Atlanta Supercross. And then I worked for Speed. And do you remember the channel Speed? I know a oh, lot yeah, of people now like in the, I don't know, like people are like, what's that? You know, but um, back then I worked for Speed. And so I went to a race and I met Kelly Lausch and she was the Monster Girl boss. Um, she was like, have you ever thought about working for Monster? And I was like, no, I don't really know anything about it. You know, tell me more. And so I obviously knew there were like 30 second holding girls and like yeah. all the heat cards and everything. And that's the only thing I knew. I was so clueless. Um, so I started working um, for Monster and I worked my first Supercross race in Houston, Texas. And then after that, it kind of like took off. I started working a lot of Supercrosses, a lot of PBR races, um, X Games, you name it. I worked it. Um, skateboarding events, soccer events. They even did some baseball things at the Atlanta Braves nice. Stadium. So they had never used girls in NASCAR at all. And they were like, we're going to put you in and you're going to be like the first monster girl to work for NASCAR. And I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be great. Whatever. So we started in Bristol and it was a very, very small setup. It's so funny to see it now, like since they run pretty much the whole show and they like, you know, it's the Monster Energy Cup series. So it's so easy to see because when I started working, it was literally a tent. It was like a little monster like pop up tent. You have like a cookout or something. Monster pop up tent some cool, like some monster coolers and just like two monster girls and a show card. And it was when we were on Xfinity or back then nationwide series. God, so it's so old. It's crazy. Yeah. We were on nationwide. And so we had the 54 car with Kyle Busch. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I started. And, um, it just, I felt like, you know, at first when I got booked for a NASCAR race, it's funny. My mom was telling me when I started working, she was like, you really need to try to get them to do more stuff with NASCAR. And I was like, 
NASCAR, this is so stupid. Why? Like, all they do is go around in a circle. This is so dumb. I've never been into the races, you know, anything like that. But going and actually see, I worked my first race in Bristol, Tennessee, like I said. So, like, I feel like Bristol and Talladega is, like, really the mecca of NASCAR. So, I feel like if there's anywhere that you can start, Bristol is one way to do it. Yeah, you know, they yeah. have, like, Jelloville there where they just throw jello shots at you the whole time. Like, beans thrown at you and you have all these people, like, rednecks, drunk, like, cut off shorts. And you're just like, whoa, this is, like, it's, like, stepping into, if you've never been, it's, like, stepping into, like, a whole different world. And you're like, Absolutely. oh. But it's a short track, and so it's really cool because you get to see. That's one of the one thing that I do value about Bristol too, like actually watching the race and being a spectator, is because from most areas you can see the whole track. And you know, some like Daytona or Talladega, like big super speedways, you'll be out there and you'll hear something or like you'll see a yeah. call show up and you're like, "What happened?" You have no idea what happened. So it's cool to see, you know, um, it all go around, all happen at one time. But so yeah, I started working um, NASCAR, and I feel like. Just me being like from the South and I feel like I'm really personable too. And NASCAR fans are completely different than any other race or any other fans in general, like, you know, football fans and basketball fans, you know, they're just all so, so different. So being there and being at the race, I feel like I could relate a lot to the fans. And I feel like fans, like fans like the more personal vibe. And, you know, we have monsters pretty much based or is based on the West coast out in Corona and California. And so a lot of the other girls that are working the races, I don't feel like they, you know, could under kind of understand them as much. So just being there, I would, I would get bored after a while. I was yeah. mostly the only girl working for NASCAR at the time. They'd have, you know, girls working here and there with me, but I would get bored. So I'd go make friends with the fans. I'd go in the infield. I would, you know, go party with them. I'd go hang out with them. I'd get up on their buses and I'd get up on the prevos and I'd go up on the stage at the concerts and just got a really good feel for the NASCAR fan and like what they wanted and who they wanted to represent them. And, you know, I started learning more about the drivers and at first, I remember my very first race, I ended up meeting Denny Hamlin. Him and I became friends after the fact, but I met him and I met him with Jason White, who also used to race in the truck series. I don't know how much you like yeah. have followed NASCAR. So Jason and I became really good friends over the years. Like I, I've done some work for them with RCR and um, when he was doing shapes, um, representing Shane Lee racing, I've also worked with them over the past couple of years. But um, so I met them in my very first race. I had no idea who anyone was. And so we're all, you know, we're all on a bus, we're hanging out, we're drinking, you know, kicking back. And they're telling me a little bit about NASCAR. And they're like, well, he's on the pole tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is. What? A pole? I, what, like a stripper pole? I'm so confused. Like, I've never heard of anybody being on. But um, so they open the Prevo. They're like, come here. So we go outside and they open the Prevo and they open it and they show me the big pole in the center. And they're like, you see that at the top? And I was like, Yeah. And they're like, he, he's at the top of the pole. Like, he's he's P1 this weekend. Well, me, again, being completely clueless, I was like, oh, oh man. the lights and stuff up there? Like, are you like a spotter? Like, <laughs> no idea who this guy is. Um, so, you know, after I, I started attending races, I started learning things. I started learning who the drivers were. I just started learning all the ins and outs of racing. So then you, you learn more about them. You can kind of talk to the drivers about it or the fans about the drivers. Um, yeah, so it just be kind of became something that I grew a passion for over the past couple of years. And so after, I think, my second or third season, we were still in Xfinity, and, or we had, you know, they switched to Xfinity, and they were like, okay, so people, the whole thing, I don't know if you followed along, but the whole thing when the girls started wearing the outfits, or the mm -hmm. girls started 
pit road all the time. People lost their minds. And I was like, we've been, I was like, this is all new for you guys. We've been dealing with this since 2011, 2012. Yeah. What? Like, oh, NASCAR fans are offended by Montrofit. This isn't new to us. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the fans and, um, you know, Coach Gibbs at the time, you know, we just, it was just different, which you look back on old times, like the Bush girls and the Budweiser girls, you're like, you know, why is that any different? You know, I was also doing calendars for Miller Lite and Coors Light for NASCAR too at the time. Um, so I was like, how, how, how was a monster girl outfit? Like so bad, you know, yeah. but it was just new for them and people, you know, usually like reject new. And so they were like, okay, well we have Miss Sprint Cup. We have Miss Coors Light. So let's make a Miss Monster Energy. And I found this out when we were in Michigan on the track and we were all just hanging out and they were like, how, how would you like to be Miss Monster Energy for NASCAR? And I was like, cool, sweet. All right, let's do it. So it was, it kind of happened so fast. Like the, I think the very next week was Dover. And then they were like, all right, well, you're going to go to California. You're going to be fitted for this suit. And you know, Alpine Stars is going to be there and everything is it's just going to happen. Like boom, 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 boom. You're going to have a calendar. You're going to have a poster and you're the new Miss Monster Energy for NASCAR. Here we go. Let's do it. And I was like, nice. okay. So it was evolution. And it wasn't something that I, it was literally just starting out from the ground up, being there, being at the first race, growing a rapport with the fans and, you know, really like learning the sport, developing a passion for it and working really hard to help them build their brand. And luckily I just got, you know, I had the tools for success from the beginning. I had everyone behind me, everyone supporting me about it. Um, you know, and it, it did kind of take over my life for a few years. It was, you know, a race every single weekend, oh, starting sure. February to November. It's like, well, now you have to go to every single race. Um, you're going to have signings with the driver and the show car on these days. And then you're going to have the Xfinity race on Saturdays. And then, oh, well, now we're also going to do a deal with Kurt. We're going to start going into the cup series, but then we're going to need you at those races too. And so, yeah, it kind of just happened really fast, but I'm very, very appreciative for it. Um, it was awesome. I was Miss Monster Energy for, so it's so hard because it's like calculating all my seasons together from the very beginning for about three or four consecutive seasons. So it was really nice. It's fun. I, you know, obviously became really close with everyone over the years. And it was, it was awesome to be able to say I've been to every NASCAR track and to be there and represent monster and to see them grow over the years. And then obviously as when they were taking over and going into owning, um, it or being a title sponsor, um, and that, you know, they did away with the Miss Sprint cup and yeah. they did Miss Coors Light and kind of, you know, I kind of came out with it too. So I still have a very good relationship with all of them. I still go to a lot of the races. Um, like I said, I've done some PR and some things for RCR. Um, since then I've done a lot, I've worked a lot of other events for NASCAR. I did, you know, I've done radio shows, podcasts, I've done things yeah. for Car, Sunoco gasoline. It led to like those commercials for them. And so it's opened up so many doors for me. Um, the friends I met over, you know, the past few years, again, I'm still very close with like, you know, um, like I was telling you earlier, being at Lauren's, I met her through Monster. Most of my friends I met through them, and yeah, yeah it's it's been fun. So, so of those connections you made, friends that are, uh, you know, in the industry, outside the industry, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, people want to know who, when you're out hanging out, you know, who, who's the driver or who's the group that was just the best to hang out with, to party with, whether they're just all around fun or they're just, you know, more laid back. And are there a few drivers that maybe people avoided that you don't necessarily have to answer that question if you don't want to, but you know, those are those questions that people want to know. 
Yeah, I know. I'm always, I, I always get asked this question. I'm always like, oh, who do I want to like throw under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> or I don't really want to throw anyone under the bus. Um, no, it's, NASCAR is a big family. And um, it's everyone is friends with everybody. It's like, it's, it's funny, Whitney, Dylan, she's married to Austin. Um, I first met her through, she happened to DM me on Instagram randomly one day and was like, hey, listen, I want to know where you get your Monster Girl outfits because I want to use it for cheerleading tryouts. And so she sent me a pic, I sent her the link. She sent me a picture in the outfit and I ended up sending it to Kelly. I was like, yo, we need to hire this girl. I was like, she's awesome. She's really cool. She's really sweet. She's pretty. I think she'd be great. She was living in Nashville at the time. And I was like, come on, like we need an extra girl in Bristol. Like if you want to come and her and Austin ended up meeting, you know? So it's funny. It's like such a small world and such a tight knit community. Um, and everyone knows everybody, but I think Talladega is definitely the place where everyone parties. Bristol. Yeah, kind of, but Talladega, everyone parties. And I think really? it's just kind of forced to do so because you have the whole Talladega Boulevard. Oh, they have yeah. the drivers come out in the parade and, you know, and, Everyone just gets everyone just gets a little wild, you know. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. I'm just gonna watch this. I don't know what to say. Um, no, you're you're fine. I just you know just throwing it out there. So yeah, everyone's fun. Um, it's funny. Like, I think uh, Brad Kozlowski said a couple years ago he or had called out like um, Clint Boyer, like, oh, I'm sure you know you're still feeling it from those drinks from the night before. And I will say, yeah, Talladega gets really rowdy. Every everyone, not there's not just people that don't really party. I feel like everyone kind of parties. There's concerts. There's you throw a lot of people in the middle of a field of drunk idiots, like um, having water balloon fights and like swimming in barbecue sauce. You're you're gonna have a good time every time. <laughs> so it's so, just like, bounce back and forth from the buses and everybody. It's like it's like a block party. Oh, I understand. So so working with Monster, I know I kind of sent you like a a questionnaire a little. Yeah. You know, I I pretty much got through college drinking monster every day. I was uh, addicted. I could probably tell you that I probably spent three to $4,000 a year drinking monster. No yeah. lie. Um, we need to call so, somebody to get you a hookup. Yeah. So my, my wife would kill me is the fact that, uh, that, you know, I'm trying to cut myself out of there. So, yeah. but, uh, as far as that goes, did you, I mean, would you drink monster? And if you did, like, would you just slam monsters all day long? And Oh, that's so funny because obviously we're standing out there all day and you have something or a can in your all hand. The time, yeah. It's all about branding. If you look really, really close, it oh, looks like an OP monster can the whole time. It says tour water. So I mostly drink the tour waters, but um, the ultra flavor, the white can was yeah. first produced um, for monster girls because, you know, zero calories, zero sugar. We can't be out there in a crop top all day, like just slamming sugary drinks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh we they developed the ultra flavor the white one and then it led on to blue and peach or orange and grape and just all this flavor so mostly i would drink i was never a big fan of the rehab because i like a little carbonation um but i if i was drinking a monster it would definitely be ultra and then you know like if you know anybody wants to make like a beverage you know after work or anything like that makes a little bit of ultra vodka there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I would say that was my, if I was drinking a monster, it would definitely be an ultra, but mostly I just drink water during the day. Yeah. So, um, are you still, like you said, you still go to races and stuff like that. Do you yeah. still follow when you're not there? I mean, you, do you follow the races? Do you follow drivers? Do you, I mean, just yeah. kind of, or just staying tuned to everything? Yeah. The, the, um, I'm really good friends with a few drivers still. Um, you know, Daniel Suarez is a good friend of mine. Ryan Blaney is a friend of mine. Um, 
Austin and Whitney are obviously really good friends of mine. Um, Whitney and Mariel and, oh, and Kurt's wife, Ashley and Samantha are on there too. The racing live show that comes out tonight. I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was like, I saw that. I was like, I wanted to say that. I was like, what do you, what do you think about that? I think that's going to be really interesting. Oh, it's going to be so interesting. I think it's going to be really funny. Cause it's going to be, it's way more than they're way more involved than everyone realizes, you know, obviously they're at the race every single weekend, you know, Samantha has her own thing going on with her boutique and everything. Um, I think it's Shopmer if I'm not really sure on the name, so don't quote me on that one. Yeah. Um, but she, she has her own thing going on with that, but she's very involved with Kyle Busch Motorsports. And then Ashley is such a sweetheart. Kurt's wife. She's so, so sweet. So, so genuine. I remember meeting her, um, you know, before they got married and I just thought she was so precious. Um, so she is a polo player. So, and now she just came out with this swimsuit line. And then, you know, Whitney and Mariel have their blog and they now have their jewelry line. And again, I was so close with them working in races. Whitney and I actually appeared on the Monster Energy calendar together in 2016. And Mariel and I, you know, stayed really good friends over the time as well. So it's going to be, Mariel and Whitney have, are hilarious. They're so, so funny. They are, they're always loud, bubbly, like except, there's always something going on there crazy wild like they're just so much fun so i think it's really going to be good for people to see like how much dedication like really goes into them having to be there every weekend Pe people don't understand like it's like it's very repetitive and it seems like such a crazy fun fast lifestyle but it's very tiring you know like you're you have to be committed to be there every single weekend and oh yeah you know back their men but so i'm excited to see it i think it's gonna be great i think it's gonna hit um but yeah as far as following the races yes i do i don't now I, you would catch me before. Cause I would, obviously I was have, I was at every single race. And so I had the app on my phone and I had this going on and this going on. And like at every, you know, race, I always had the headphones on and I like needed to know what's going on. So now it's cool. I can kind of chill. Like when I'm there, I'm just like hanging out with really good friends and hanging out with people with monster or, you know, at the buses, just chilling, you know, catching up with everybody. So it's a little more laid back now. Um, cause I don't need to know what's going on. But it, it, it's good to keep, you know, in touch of, with everyone and good to know what's going on in case, you know, I get people message me and ask me all the time. So I don't want to be completely clueless, but yeah, there you go. if, I, if well, I'm at a restaurant, I, I will check out a race or if I'm in the area or, you know, they'll ask me like, hey, like, come out, come out, come out. And so I try to make a few every year for nice. sure. Good for you. So obviously our company doesn't just cover NASCAR. Mm -hmm. uh, although we are developing a, a good following, which is really good. We, uh, you talk about Austin Dillon stuff. Uh, one of our other podcasts, uh, called chair gating. He actually had the opportunity in Kansas. He got to go on his, uh, you know, his, his tour or his bus there and got to interview him and a uh, great guy, you know, so that was really cool. But, uh, you know, are you into any other sports? Do you follow any other sports? Are you particular to a certain sport outside of NASCAR, a certain team? Yeah, I, um, I, I'm always, kind of, I'm, I'm more of a football fan. If I'm being honest, um, I'm not, I've never been like diehard, diehard, but I do get totally into it when the Panthers are playing. That's my team. Again, I'm from South Carolina. So yeah. the Carolina Panthers are home to me. Um, I'm more big on college football. I grew up in South Carolina and to my mom and my family still live in Clemson. My mom throws a huge Clemson party every single Saturday. There you go like completely decorated in orange and purple, like national championship games. Like my mom throws the biggest party. So I've always, always been a football fan. Mostly. Um, I follow a few sports. Um, yeah. Like the, I guess the Atlanta Braves more like the hometown team. Yeah. 
basketball, I'd say the Hornets. But I actually live in Florida now, so I, I go to a few Magic games. Um, I can't say I've made it out to an Orlando City game. I wish I could say it, but I worked um, I worked in Atlanta um, soccer game a few years ago, and I for Monster, and I just. I didn't know they faked their injuries the entire time. I'm out there thinking. <laughs> oh, God, that's going to be a hot take here. I like saw he's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, no, they just, they, they get tired. So, <laughs> but no, oh, I, I, I get into football. I get into the Super Bowl. I get into the national championships. I, I get into things like that, more or less. I'm not, I don't really follow other sports, I guess. I, I mean, I who, who doesn't love going to an NBA game or who doesn't love going yeah. to any kind of sporting event? It's fun, the atmosphere, you know. I don't mind grabbing a beer with my friends and a hot dog. So absolutely. So so I, it seems like Monster kind of paved the way for you, um, mm-hmm. and and now so so really now, what are maybe working projects that you're working on? You know, before before we were kind of talking, you're I'm sure you're still modeling stuff like that, or, or kind of doing things here and there. But uh, take me through maybe a, a typical day or a typical week in your life. Yeah, um, it's so crazy. It's always so different. So this morning I was up at. 7 a.m. starting hair and makeup because I photo shoot this afternoon. Um, but it's always, I'm always on the go. I was in Canada for two weeks and then I went straight to Miami swim week and then I've been here for two weeks. So my life is pretty much living out of a suitcase. Like I said, I reside right now in Orlando, but I could probably say I'm there maybe once a month if that. Um, I travel a lot. I do a lot of monster paved the way, but introduce a lot of people to me in the industry mm-hmm. as in like the nightlife industry. So I do a lot of things now with Tao, um, Hakkasan, um, any of their events, a lot of things in Vegas, New York. I w- you know, was in the Tao grand opening in Chicago, um, do, do some things for Tao out here as well um, in L.A. I'm currently in L.A. right now. Um, kind of all over. I was working with SLS Hotels um, for the Baja Mar series when they were starting up with SLS and put SLS in the Bahamas for Baja Mar. So last year I was in the Bahamas once a month. So it's never, there's never really a typical day, I guess you would say. It's always something different. Um, but yeah, when, I, when I'm at home, I like to just like unwind and I like recluse like a hermit because I'm so like, go, 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 go. And I'm always yeah. at big events. Like I'm always either at a sporting event or at a, you know, at a race or at a photo shoot. So when I'm at home, I like to just chill with my dog and sit around and do nothing. But just yeah, normal. A, a normal day would be running to the airport, packing last minute, switching out my suitcase and, um, yeah, rushing to hope I make a flight and getting there, landing wherever I am, checking into a hotel and starting a shoot or starting an event or if locking myself in my hotel room, doing a face mask and self tanning and hair and getting, and getting ready for the event the next day. So I'd say that's pretty much a typical day. Always on the go. So, well, uh, like I said, I like to keep it short. I, I know you're, you're always busy. I appreciate you giving us the opportunity. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, we're we're heavy and are starting to get heavy into the NASCAR following. So it was nice to have you on. Uh, we cover pretty much all sports um, at Belly Up Racing is, is our handle. And then we got our, our main at Belly Up Sports. Um, again, appreciate it. Um, we've got a we've got a new clothing line coming out. Uh, it's actually launched. It's, it's Belly Up Babe. So we'll have to send you some shirts uh, yeah. and uh, send them to you once we get a hold. Once we get that all squared away, that'd be cool. But um, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know if you're doing. I saw all the. What did you have the other night? Uh, what is uh, uh what is the babes in in Toyland to support our troops that you just did? So I did a charity event. Um, it's called Babes in Toyland. So they do it every single year. They do like a charity toy drive, and they want they do one for the troops. And nice. so they raised. 
I, I, I did an interview with them um, and they told me, I don't remember the quote exactly. I want to say over $38 million they've raised for the truth. Wow. So everyone came out. It's a lot of influencers coming together. I do a lot of social media and like Instagram influencing. Yes. So it's a lot of um, influencers coming out and just promoting it, getting people to buy tickets. Um, and then e even the hosts that come in. So we host it. Um, families are there um, with the troops. And then there's some, you know, veterans that were there or some people that, you know, unfortunately, like weren't, weren't able to fight anymore. You know, they lost limbs or whatever. So it's a party they put on and a charity event they put on for them. And so, yeah, it was the first time I've ever gotten to do it. They've asked me to do it every year, but usually I'm busy or I'm gone yeah. somewhere. And um, that's one thing, I guess, good about not being at a race every weekend. It's freed up a lot of time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it was nice to be there. Yeah, they raised over $38 million so far for troops. So, and then they do that's one funny. in November and they do one in December. The big ones at Christmas, it's the big toy drive and everything. So I'll be looking cool. forward to all righty. Well, uh, again, I, I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, definitely, uh, we, we got a friend of the, of the company now, and we'll, we'll be able to dial you, dial you up and get you on a few times here and there. So, uh, I appreciate know, everything. With everything with NASCAR, NASCAR is an awesome sport, and you know, I Actually, feel like yeah, people don't give it enough credit, and that's what I'm kind of hoping like monsters doing. Like a younger generation needs to be around. You know, NASCAR is just it's been going on forever, but you need to get people like at the track and so. Keep we're going to do our, our, our big first company meeting. We're, we're out of Ohio. Majority okay. of us are. So probably our first big meeting we're going to do at MIS. So, oh, so yeah, that'll, I, that'll be the closest for us. I love Michigan. It's literally one of my favorite tracks. It, it, like the infield is just, it's so incredible. I, I, it's funny. I base all my favorite tracks more or less like on the infield. The party atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, and, and the people that are there, you know, because it's yeah, like absolutely. you can be at a race like Chicago or anything like that. And it's just, I don't know if you've been like Chicago land. Don't waste your time if you haven't. Or like Atlanta. It's just like the atmosphere is just kind of like, oh, like Talladega, Michigan, things like that. Like big atmosphere of fans. That's, that's where you have your diehards at. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, all right. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank you yeah. for everything again. Uh, thank, you. thank you for your kind words and stuff. So yeah. thank you so much for being here. Thank you. If you need anything, let me know. Thank you. There you have it, folks. Former Miss Monster Energy NASCAR Candace Harbin, a uh, new friend of the show. Appreciate her coming on. Uh, we're we're getting heavy into the to the racing. Check out Belly Up Racing and uh, check out at Chairgating, our official uh, podcast of uh, of NASCAR and all things racing. Uh, do a great job. Got some great guests. Uh, actually, just yesterday, uh, uh, the the team over there they had on Chandler Smith. So uh, check out that that episode just dropped today. Um, some more big things coming forward. Uh, so stay tuned and appreciate you listening in. Belly. You know what it is. Yeah. Four wheeler just.